Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. When we talk about love, who doesn't want to be loved? Maybe when you hear that word, you have all sorts of concepts that go through your mind. It may be a song that's coming to your mind right now. It may be some romantic moment. It may be some person. It may be some event that you uh, have love wrapped up in. You may have bad concepts of love because someone treated you incorrectly because someone said they loved you, but they really truly didn't love you in action. We understand love is seen in action. It's not merely a word. That's the, that's the problem with love. You can lip service and say, I love you, I love you, but then do things that are unloving. So what do you truly mean or do you really love that person? No, love is seen in action. And so we're looking at the thought of love, very important. It's the centerpiece of our Christian life. But 1 Corinthians 13 goes down, and this is what you've heard maybe referred to as the love chapter. But Paul really goes down and speaks about this idea of divine love, of God's love, and how critical it is to the Christian life. And so many times I think we make other things the goal that are good things and miss the most important. Because the goal of our Christian life should be the fruit of the Spirit, and it begins with love. And so many times we make the goal of faith. I need more faith. We make the goal of service. We make the goal of learning more. All these things are good. We make the goal of serving more, more faithfulness to these activities, events. The goal of coming up with some idea to reach people with the God. All these are good. But as Paul goes down, without love, it's all empty, worthless, useless. And he goes down here in the first couple uh, verses, and he says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love or charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Think about what he's saying here. Though I have amazing talent that I could speak many different languages and use that gift to reach people with the gospel, that I even have the ability to speak some type of heavenly language, that of angels, I mean, could you be in awe of someone like this? Can you imagine having this talent? I would love to be able to communicate the gospel in so many messages to be able to reach the world with the gospel. But he says, though you have that amazing talent and you don't have love, you're nothing more than an annoying sound, this sounding brass, this gong. Like you hear somebody banging on a drum set and you hear the cymbals clashing and they're not in rhythm, and it just sounds awful. That's what we would be like. And then verse 2, And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, he says, I am nothing. So if I had profound wisdom to predict the future, wow. I mean, think about that. Someone could make millions of dollars if they could predict the future like that. And understand all mysteries, understand the deepest thoughts and treasures in Scripture and in life and in culture. And all knowledge, think about that. Like Solomon, the wisest person that ever lived, that you could be the academic genius. But he says, if you have not faith, I mean, you have not love, then you're nothing. Though I may seem to be everything. I am nothing without love. And then he says this, and though I have all faith, 
so that I could remove mountains. Jesus said, look, if you have faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed, you can say unto this mountain, get up and move over there, and it'll obey you. He says, if I had all faith, nothing lacking, like you're the most faithful person in the world, so that I could remove mountains, and I have not charity, he says, I am nothing. Having faith does not guarantee that you and I are meeting the right goal. Having faith does not guarantee that you and I are being a good Christian. You see, love is the goal. And so many times we make faith the goal. He says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profited me nothing. I've sacrificed it all, but I gain nothing without love. You see, what should have been the greatest demonstration of love, we understand, can be done without love. That's kind of hard to, to swallow. Because you, when you sacrifice, you bestow all your goods to feed the poor, and you give your body to be burned, that's sacrificial. Surely that includes love. But obviously the motive is not always love. Maybe it's pride for what you're going to get, the recognition, the pat on the back. But we can do that, and if we don't have love, then guess what? It profits you nothing. That thing you gave that you thought you are going to make the most interest on in God's eyes without love is nothing. You see, these gifts mean nothing without love. They are worthless. The most important gifts that we would desire, hold the whole chapter 12 preceding this verse, uh, talks about all the gifts that you and I can have. And it's interesting, he comes down in chapter 12, the bottom verse, he says, but covet earnestly the best gifts, desire them because they're good. And watch this, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. He says, now these talents, these gifts, they're all good, but let me show you what is excellent. Let me show you what needs to be the main goal, and it is love. And so I have to ask myself, how am I sharing love with others? Because Jesus said, look, you can take it all, all the commandments, all the do's and don'ts, all of that stuff, and just hang it right here on a four-letter word, love. Love God with all your mind, heart, and strength. What place does God have in your life right now? Is he first place, second place, third place? Or is he drowned out down there in 10th, 11th, 12th place because there's so much stuff before him? That's not loving God with all our heart, mind, strength, and soul. That's loving other things. If anything has a better place than God, you're loving it more than God. And so I have to ask myself, what place does God have in my life right now? And I have the decision and the choice to change that because God may have second, third, fourth. And there's many times where other things take the place of God. And many times they're good things. Even within ministry and trying to reach college students, there are many times the, the work of the ministry, your vocation, your children, these are all good things, can take the place of God in our life. And guess what? We're not loving God like we're supposed to. But then the real challenge is to love others as ourselves. Or to love others just like God loves us. And that is the fruit of the Spirit. How you and I can demonstrate uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love. And it's interesting, that's the first one that comes on the list. You say, well, how can I demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit? How can I show people that I truly love them like God wants me to? Well, first, we must choose to be filled with the Spirit. How do we do that? We walk in the Spirit. 
you and I daily allow the Spirit to guide our lives. And that's you and I many times talking to the Spirit. We talk to God. We, we pray and talk to Jesus. But the Spirit is a person. It's not some spooky ghost that you see in Halloween. It's this God, the Holy Spirit. And so you and I need to allow that Holy Spirit to take control in our lives. That's what it is to be filled with the Spirit. You say, Holy Spirit, today I want you to guide my thoughts. I want you to guide my life, and I want to follow you. And as the Holy Spirit talks to you, we've already talked about this on a previous episode about the flesh and the Spirit. How do we know which voice is which? Go back and listen if you need to about how to know which voice you're listening to. But we need to listen to the Spirit's voice because this is the source of love. So you and I must tap into the source If you and I want to love like God loves, then we need to tap in the source of God's love. So choose to be filled with the Spirit. Secondly, strive after God's love. You say, how do I strive after God's love? Why don't you investigate and study what God's love is? How do I do that? Look at the life of Christ. Maybe just take some time and read through the Gospels. And just survey, shadow the life of Christ. See what he is doing. Watch what he is doing. Because what he is doing is love in action. It is agape love. It's loving others as he loved himself. It is the fulfillment of the command. And so investigate, study how to show it, and then do it. Thirdly is choose to love. Love is, not a, love is a choice. It's not a feeling. There's times I don't feel like loving, but I have to choose to love. And utilize each opportunity that you get to love others. Intentionally make opportunities where you can show love. Choose to make love the centerpiece of your life, that focal point. Because again, love is not something that we merely possess or say. Love is seen, it's demonstrated, it's expressed. This is how others know that we love them. And this is a key indicator. You know, our podcast episode, our title is Taking Your Next Step. It's emphasizing following after Jesus Christ. And as you do that, Jesus said, as you love others, people will know you are my disciple. They will know that you are my follower. So the greatest way for you and I to know that we're following Christ, the greatest way that others can know that we're a follower of Christ, is how we love others. It's our interaction with them. And how we deal with people is so vitally important to our testimony, but also to the testimony of God and of Jesus, because you and I are his examples. You and I are his means of loving others on this earth. And so as you go through your day to day, strive after God's love, choose to be filled with the spirit and choose to love others. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.